What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the inaugural episode uh, of Red, White, and Blues. Uh, I am here with uh, my friend Zach here. I am Josh. Uh, what's going on, Zach? How's, it, uh, how's your day going? What is up, Josh? I am extremely excited to get this thing kicked off. This is something that we've been talking about for a while, uh, you know, for a while here, but uh, just having to be, you know, being able to spread the wealth um, and our passion for, for uh, Chelsea Football Club and um, be able to kind of break it down and, and discuss it um, and hope that others enjoy what we talk about. I'm really excited. So, so yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it, my dude. I hope you are as well. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, we've been talking about this for uh, I couldn't even tell you how long we've thrown ideas around doing it. So it's cool to actually really finally sit down and do this. And like you said, talk about some uh, Chelsea football. That's mostly what we are going to be doing here. Uh, red, white and blues, uh, Chelsea blues. That's kind of what we're going to focus on. We're doing match reviews, match previews. Uh, talk about some other, you know, top five uh, leagues in the world of football or for soccer. Some of our American friends, well, we are American, but uh, we'll probably call it football here. So, uh, yeah, we can kind of just dive right into it here. Um, big match over this weekend. How uh, how do you feel about the uh, Manchester United matches uh, this weekend, Zach? Well, I have mixed emotions about it. First of all, I will say that uh, a... I think it was a game that was just there for the taking. I don't think that it was a game that we should have drawn. That being said, um, you know, we fought really hard and we played uh, fairly well, in my opinion. Um, we showed a lot of spirit and um, we really, we really pushed, pushed uh, Manchester United, kind of put them back on their heels you know, for, I would say most of the match, in my opinion. I mean, if you look at the stats, it kind of tells itself again to some of that. And I'm here in a minute, but um, I mean, overall, I think that Chelsea won't, aren't disappointed by this result. Um, I think Manchester United are thrilled by the result to be quite fair, especially with the situation that they were in. Um, but I think that that game was still there for the taking. Um, and obviously there's a couple opportunities that could have, you know, been taken advantage of, um, and we can go over those at some point, but yeah, I mean, overall, I would say I do, I am not disappointed by the result, but I think that it was there for the taking. So, yeah, I think I'm definitely going to be the pessimist of the podcast because I am like, I'm just mad. I'm I'll be the optimist. I'll be the <laughs> yeah. optimist, baby. I just, like, all we need. Knee-jerk reactions, like, man, that's three points you got to have. We had them on their heels, you know, all day. Um, it, it kind of one of those matches that had a lot of the makings of being on, like – a match that we talk about, you know, years down the road and just none of it came to fruition. Uh, you know, looking at like the big ball from Rudiger off the bar. Well, I guess off of the uh, off the bar. Yeah. Another chance at the end. There's big giveaways, like different, just a bunch of the penalty, bunch of drama and things that like just didn't have did or could have happened that, you know, could have gone different ways. It really could have made this match kind of a, a classic, but I, I do agree. We, we had them on their heels the whole time. We had a couple shots um, that, you know, De Gea got that one on Rudiger. Uh, it was yeah. an awesome chance. Uh, we, I mean, a bunch of chances we didn't capitalize on Callum Hudson-Doy uh, in the first uh, couple of minutes there. Um, just, yeah, I mean, that's still struggling to put the ball in the back of the net uh, at, at different times here. That's kind of something that's caught up with us. Uh, and I kind of thought we were over that. 
uh, especially looking at the past couple of matches. And then today, again, we find ourselves scoring one goal, uh, just getting equalized by uh, just a terrible, terrible giveaway. But, you know, it's, it's going to happen from time to time. I mean, you know, that stuff's going to happen. I, I, and it's – you can't put that on Jorginho, man. Like, I, 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 I you know, it, it's – of course, he could have done better. Of course, of course. But I mean, that stuff's gonna happen. Like that stuff's gonna happen, you know. And you can't look at him and say that he played he played tough on the day and that tops it off because he didn't. He played an excellent game, um, along with you know I would say the rest of the squad as well. I mean, I don't you know I, the only thing that was lacking in my opinion was finishing, mm-hmm. um, and you know that that. That's something that obviously um, in the in the recent past, you know, we've had problems with. That's why bringing in all these players uh, during the Frank Lampard era, trying to um, trying to really boost that offense, um, that offensive mentality, and get more goals in the back of the net. Um, that's why I mean, for Lukaku, who obviously mm-hmm. you know wasn't available for most of the game today, uh, still coming off injury, but um, I you know it, it's we've been we've been pretty consistent i think as a club when it comes to scoring goals this season mm-hmm. that being said obviously there's room for improvement um in, in that space um and i think it helps that you have a healthy ballistic now and you have mm-hmm. zs using incredible form um but you know it's about putting it all together especially a team like manchester united where you don't expect I mean, I, you know, I might take that back because I think we did expect three points. I expected three points. Um, but, you know, you look back at this result at the end of the season and uh, you can't say that this one, I don't think you'll, you, you will say if Chelsea are a point or two off that this one was, you know, the difference. I don't think so. I think that there are other matches that, you know, could you could look at um, maybe down the road or, or something like that. That could be the difference. And let's hope that there's not. But um as I said, you know, disappointed, um, but you know, not, um, not, this is not, I mean, I, I would have seen a one, one draw before the game and said, yeah, that, that, that's about right. We're playing Manchester United, no matter who they have as their manager, no matter who they have, it's still Manchester United. So. Yeah. They're, they're always going to play us tough. You know, it was kind of a, uh... And kind of to your point, I, I thought it was a situation that United was in that we kind of take advantage of uh, being that, you know, they are in between managers and they have uh, Ralph Rangnick uh, coming in. Hopefully I said that right. Probably didn't. Um, but they have <laughs> him as interim manager for the rest of the year. Kind of, you know, they've, yeah. just, they've got, you know, McGuire, Varane uh, out on their back line. And just kind of, you know, we were talking a little bit early in the week. There's just not, they, these last couple of matches they've played, there's just kind of no, had no drive to be there. Everyone just seems so, you know, dismantled. A bunch of people uh, kind of go into, I mean, a couple of big signings too. I mean, there's a bunch of different factors that kind of go into it. I was kind of hoping that we were going to pray uh, on them a little bit and kind of their situation. Um, do you think kind of to some of our, some of our scoring struggles, obviously we prayed on, you know, some of the weaker teams like Norwich, you know, seven nil. Uh, sure. And we, sure. uh, even, well, you could say the, the old, the old lady was a, uh, Definitely had a bad game against us. Obviously, beat Juventus recently 4-0. Uh, is our Great depth – yeah, absolutely. Do you think our depth uh, at all, obviously being a really good thing, is just kind of contributing to kind of some of our, our goal scoring struggles where we do have, you know, kind of injuries coming in and out? 
we do have a lot of different starting lineups, different people playing with each other. Uh, do you think that has anything to do with, you know, some of these games where we do struggle to score, you know, two plus goals? You know, um, it's kind of, it's one of those things that you look at and you can say, you know, depth is there. I mean, overall, I think the consensus in what, what, helps when it comes to depth is the idea behind the fact of you can you can play different ways you can play different styles you can put players in different you know different situations um and allow them to succeed based upon that based upon who you're playing um that being said i think the biggest i mean first of all let's let's let let, uh, let me back this up because obviously four nil juventus this this previous week like i mean that that was one of the best, I would say that's arguably one of the best games I've seen Chelsea play in a long time. That game was just straight domination. Um, and we're not going to see that every match, but um, when it comes to, you know, getting that two plus goals, we're, 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 we're sitting there. I mean, we have a lot of games that we are scoring two goals. Don't get me wrong, but the biggest killer for it, in my opinion, is the injuries. And that is, I think that's where the depth actually helps to be honest. I mean, it, it does. Right. But that's where I think, you know, the depth obviously gets these players, you know, we still have world-class players that are sitting on our bench. That being said though, for them, it's a minute's perspective and, you know, getting the touches and getting the feels. I mean, that's exactly what Ziyech was. Um, And, you know, look at the way he's playing. I mean, he's playing unbelievable right now um, in fantastic form. And, um, and you know what too, I mean, one thing that, I think from a perspective of goals, first of all, we, I mean, I don't want to say it like we're not scoring a ton of goals because we're scoring a good amount of goals. I mean, we're still up there in terms of, you know, number of goals in the premier league. I'm actually going to look that up right now to see exactly where we're at, but in terms of where the goals are coming from, it's coming from all over the pitch, all over the pitch. Um, I mean, our top goal scorer for the season right now is Reese James, and he's mm-hmm. a right wing back. And so it's coming from all over the place. Um, so that being said, I think getting, I think the biggest factor for maybe getting that, you know, that goal, one more goal game is getting a healthy Lukaku. Um, as much as I love Werner and his work rate and how much that he, you know, gives to the team every single game, every single match. Um, Lukaku is the game changer for them. And that's why we signed him. I mean, that's why we signed him, you know, for 130 plus million. Right. And that's, that's, um, that's what he's going to bring. And that's what he, you know, that's what he does bring, I, mm-hmm. I say. And that's what he is going to continue to bring. He just hasn't been able to do it because of the fact that he's been, um, he's been injured. So bringing him back in the team are going to be goals, man. That's what's going to happen. And um, I'm really, I, I mean, once if they get him back in form, I mean, they're already dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who who knows? You know what what they're. I mean, they're gonna look. I mean, they're gonna be in. You know, one one hack of a team to play. You know, if he gets in form. So. Yeah, I think that's kind of my pessimistic uh, shot side shining through again because I'm like, nah, I want you know, I want six goals a game. I want to beat everybody by a thousand. Well, yeah, everybody wants beautiful <laughs> yeah. football, dude. Right. I want beautiful football. You want it, you know. Um, and I think, you know, with Tuchel's, Tuchel's game plan and what he's brought to the table, like that, I mean, that, 
it honestly has a recipe for success when it comes to that beautiful football. And we saw that against Juventus. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that, uh, Callum Hudson, a goal, geez, speak English much, um, that Callum Hudson, a goal, you know, that was one of the, I mean, that was a beautiful goal. Beautiful. I mean, the, the movement and, and the quick passes and, and, and everything, it was just, it, it was like, we're just going to cut through everybody. That's some old, like, you know, Eden Hazard type stuff when he's just running through the lines and stuff. And, and it was, uh, it's, I mean, there's a lot of talent on this team, dude. And it's going to happen. I mean, it's, it's already happening, but you know, I could even see them being, you know, I don't think we've seen peak Chelsea this season yet. That's what I'm trying to say. And I think we will. If 100%. We 100%. Yeah. We, it's always, and I, you know, I've heard a couple other people make this, you know, reference to it's like, we we're just always kind of stuck in second gear couldn't hit that third gear that we knew we could get to. Uh, and we finally got a taste of that, uh, even against you know, Leicester, a big 3-0 went away at King Power Stadium. I think that was uh, a really big confidence booster for for our side. And a lot of those goals, or a lot of those guys who, who did score, and then you move again, just absolutely uh, throttling uh, Juventus back uh, at the bridge. But um, bring it back to the, the Man United game, just kind of yeah. a few of these quick stats real quick. Uh, 1-1 draw, as you mentioned, uh, 66% uh, possession. Um, not really much to add there. We, or we really kind of dominated the entire game. And even, you know, it does not at all feel like it was 66% uh, possession. Probably felt like it was a little bit higher. Uh, oh, that. 100%. 100%. I, I felt like it could have been 70-75, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Wouldn't blink at all. Uh, kind of the big one for me, because uh, another thing that we've kind of been struggling with at, at certain points in the season is shots as well. Uh, 24 total shots, six on target. Um, that's a, the big thing for me. And I, I mentioned to you, I, I don't know if I mentioned this specifically kind of while we're watching the game, texting back and forth. Um, yep. We're, it kind of seems like we are taking shots now and we're just taking shots to take them as opposed to, you know, making that extra pass to somebody else, a little bit more space. It kind of seems to be in the back of some of our, our guys' minds that it's just shoot, get the ball, you know, towards the net. Uh, Cause it's a couple of times you can think with, you know, Ziash taking that really uh, early shot or the top of the box that where your Ruben Loftus cheek was, you know, had some space living next to him. So I don't know. I mean, 24 shots, that's awesome. Six on target. Not as awesome, but um, I don't know. Any, what do you, what do you, any take on shots there? I love it. I love it. And the reason why I love it is because of the fact that that is where we've had our, you know, I, that's where we've seemed to have success at, at this point in the season. And I mean, obviously, I mean, Reese James has a right foot from the gods, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, both feet, both that's feet. how, yeah, yeah, facts. But that is, I mean, how he scored his goals is just by throwing it. I mean, obviously he gets the ball in, in space a little bit, but he just puts it on net, um, you know, and a team like the Manchester United and the way that they were playing, you know, they were playing back on their heels, you know, they were playing for the counter and that's, I mean, you wouldn't call that counter what the hell, what they want on you technically it is, but um Point being is that, you know, that's not going to that's not going to be there as much in those types of situations and those types of games where, you know, a team is looking to play a counterattack in football. OK, well, we're not going to be able to break through the lines that easy because they're going to have, you know, eight, nine guys in the box. Uh, I mean, um, you know, within 30 yards from the goal. So that being said, it's 
that's, you know, that's been Chelsea's problem in the recent past is, um, uh, you know, teams, I mean, lower, uh, lower um, table teams. That is, you know, that's how they, that's how they tend to play against bigger clubs for the most part. Right. I mean, um, and, and that's where we always had our struggles. So, you know, seeing the fact that they're just kind of, you know, letting loose in those types of situations, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have to translate into goals. That's about it. So <laughs> we just got to translate into, uh, you know, I mean, maybe one, you know, one, two more goals a game. So um, we do that. I mean, it's, you know, it will be unstoppable, you know, in terms of, in terms of a team that's sitting back like that and, mm-hmm. you know, being able to, to, to produce that kind of those numbers of goals. It's, it's really hard on those teams. So. Definitely. And, you know, credit yeah. to credit to the Manchester United's back line. You know, we mentioned it earlier, you know, no, yeah. no Maguire, obviously people have their opinions on Maguire, but I don't know by, by he really stepped up for, yeah. Well, I, I mean, always, always, <laughs> always just personal that. thoughts. Always, always agree with that there, but you know, by stepped up. I mean, he, I don't, he, I don't think has gotten a ton of playing time for them. He definitely, uh, he, he played well, you know, and credit to those guys who had to step up when they needed them, needed them too. And uh, it was, uh, I mean, they were there when they needed them. Yeah. Pish posh. So who cares about United? Yeah, up? I mean, I, yeah, and they did and rightfully so. And I'm going to give them the credit that they deserve. Um, that being said, like we mentioned, Chelsea should have won that game. So Chelsea should have won that game. And I, you know, I think that's, you know, that's kind of what we can put it at and how we can, you know, I mean, how we can kind of wrap that, you know, wrap it, put it on a bow uh, is that Chelsea should have won that game. That being said, we got a point. So you can't be mad about getting a point. We're still top of the table at this point. And uh, you can't be mad about either of those things. So. Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, and then looking at two, uh, staying with shots for uh, real quick, Manchester United three, yep. two on target. Um, really kind of talked about that already. Yeah, I mean, that's just, again, credit to, to our guys not getting, you know, not letting them have any time and space when they do have the ball again. We really pressed well, um, got the ball. I mean, we recovered the ball incredibly well when we did give it away because we did have a few extra giveaways today. Um, yeah. I mean, defensively, we played fantastic. Defensively, we played well. Um, you know, it's it, – and that's kind of – that's, I mean, that – you know, we expect that, even against the United, I think, at this point, because our back line has been, I mean, fantastic. Um, you know, but it, that's what you expect when it comes to uh, a team that's countering and, and, and things of that nature is kind of those lower shots, lower shots on goal totals. And um, – it, but then again, you don't expect it from a Manchester United, especially a Manchester United who's got, you know, I mean, I know he wasn't in for most of the game, but a Cristiano Ronaldo on their side, um, you know, it's just, it's so, I, like I said, and I'm going to say it again, you should have won, but can't be mad about the result, so. No, I, no, I want to give a, a shout out to Cristiano Ronaldo too, to get a yellow card yelling at Anthony Taylor. Uh, I'm sure he saw <laughs> things that we, we all wanted to say to him. Uh, not a lot of uh, big Anthony Taylor fans around the world. <laughs> shout out to Cristiano That's so funny, that, dude. for that yellow that card. Was, that was so funny. He's like, he's got that, you know, that deer in the headlights look like, oh, yeah. what? Yeah. And but I you know, he said a lot him of as mad as he can. Yeah, he said that. a lot of things to him. I think we all wanted to say. So shout out. That's my only shout out I ever have for Cristiano Ronaldo. Shout uh, out. Uh, shout out to Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, 
Good shout. Oh, hey, by the way, before we, you know, uh, move on. So Chelsea currently are second in the league um, with 31 goals. So they have 31 goals and they're second behind Liverpool, who has 39. Um, so, and then I'm sure you can guess who third is um, Manchester City at 27. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then um, Mikhail Antonio, I mean, West Ham United are at fourth <laughs> at 24. Um, so, I mean, like I said, we, you know, we're talking about goals and such. Um, but then again, like defensively, their Chelsea plays so strong right now. It's, you know, you don't necessarily need the goals. You just need mm-hmm. the results. So, but we've been, you know, I mean, beating us down. So Lukaku gets back in. We'll be rolling. Ah, that's one. I'm just selfish, man. Give me all the goals. I want them all. We got the chances. We got the shots. Now give me the goals. I'm just oh wow, beautiful football. Selfish, 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 selfish. Um, big thing. I you know, 15 corners. And another thing that stuck out, you know, to me, um, obviously being a really good uh team on set pieces is we did not recover well at all. Uh, on a lot of these corners, obviously the big one coming off uh, the Jorginho mistake off the Brunando or Bernando. That's good enough for him. Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, I did it too. Yeah. Good. Off the uh, Bruno Fernandez clearance. Um, I mean, we just did not recover well. We didn't have, yeah. uh, we just all our guys are forward in the box and obviously um, it's where you want them, but we just, that was almost, that was bad. It could have been, you know, it was, could have been two or three where they, they kind of get us on a quick strike uh, coming the other way. Yeah. And I mean, on those, I mean, obviously the, the corners is because, you know, we were pressing, uh, I mean, especially in the first half, obviously Manchester United had their glimpse of what, 10, 15 minutes, maybe less, maybe a little longer um, in the second half where they, they, they seemed after they scored that goal, they had, you know, um, they had some energy and stuff like that. But beyond that, I mean, it was all Chelsea and you know, that's where, that's where all those corners come from. Um, and Beyond that, you know, thinking about how, you know, we weren't tracking back. Um, it was, I mean, really, we didn't have anybody back. You know, I don't even know if it's not tracking back. We just had, you know, Jorginho back there, and we were putting nine guys forward, mm-hmm. um, which I can't, I can't be terribly mad at. I think it's, I think, I mean, obviously, you got to say, okay, maybe, you know, maybe throw, I don't know, like a, Christian Pulisic, well, I guess he didn't play most of the game, right? But, um, you know, somebody like a, like a Timo, like a Timo Werner um, or somebody that's kind of outside the box a little bit more. And, you know, I guess I wasn't looking directly at that to see if that was the case and they were doing that. But that's kind of the first thought is maybe just have another guy back there roaming around. Um, and, you know, I mean, we're probably not talking about this if Jorginho doesn't mess that up. Right. So, and, and, and that being said as well, you know, I mean, that shows that, I mean, Chelsea is going for it a little bit and kind mm-hmm. of work, you know, they want to put, they wanted to, you know, really seem like they want to put the hammer down a little bit on Manchester United, um, the way they were playing, mm-hmm. which is, which is awesome. So I, I don't know. I can't be, I can't be mad about it. Um, like I said before, it's just just one bad mistake that we end up talking about this. And you know what? It could have been like that the whole freaking year, and we mm-hmm. haven't talked about it once. It's just because Eugenio, you know, had that unfortunate incident. Yeah, that is very mild way of putting it. Yeah, I mean the that that play from Jorginho is forcing us to talk about it. 
Um, I think the other part of it too is because we normally are super good at getting a possession back, you know, after a corner that we uh, either don't get one of you know, a Chelsea forehead on or uh, yeah. we kind of just lose it. Um, I mean, we, we get the ball back super well and um, I just completely forgot what I was going to say, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, here, let me talk. I got you. So, I mean, I would say in terms of, you know, we're talking about how Chelsea was having that attacking mentality. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that, you know, the front three uh, of Callum Hudson, Adoy, Werner and, um, and Ziyech, sorry, played absolutely fantastic today. They played mm-hmm. really um, today, you know, the other day um, they played very well. And, you know, obviously we, I mean, we've been asking this from the gods since we bought him, but um, Werner, you know, to score, score some goals and figure out how to get the ball into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, I mean, Cal, I want to talk about Cal for a second because Cal seems like he's playing some of the best football that I've seen him play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's played, I've seen him be a fantastic player, yeah. right? Like since he's, you know, I mean, he's he's still extremely young and he's been in the side for three years now. So people think that he's like a mid twenties player, you know, he's, he's really only like 20, 21. Um, and that being said, I mean, he, he looks like he, he is obviously, you know, I'm sure the club would say different and people would say different, but he looks like he's a, v- a veteran a little bit out there and he knows he's starting to understand, you know, how, how he needs to play in certain situations. And he understands, you know, really what his job is and, and he executes that, that. I mean, you know, any player can understand what their position is and what they need to do, but executing um, is something that I would say, when we saw Cal come onto the scene, obviously, you know, playing, you know, your 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 League Cup games and maybe your FA Cup games and, and things of that nature, you saw how bright he was and how much he had to offer. Um, but it was about that next step. And I think – and I don't think he's taken – I don't think up to this point he's taken that. I think he's taking it right now. I really mm-hmm. do. Because I think I, – I don't, I don't think you can take him out of the team. I, I can't. I, I don't say he's out of the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know what you would put as a front three right now because of the fact that there are guys that are playing very well. And obviously, mm-hmm. we want to execute when it comes to scoring goals. Um, but, I mean, you know, Werner made some good runs today, but he's got to score. And, I mean, I mean, both of them had, you know, solid service today into the middle. So – I don't know. I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see moving forward how the front three mm. plays out and kind of – it'll be interesting to see on Wednesday what our starting lineup will be. I think it'll be a little different because um, there's guys that have been getting some solid minutes. Um, but, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see down the road who's got the the favor as – I mean, who, who's who's the most informed and who's getting the favor from Tuchel right now. Um, in the, in the next, you know, let's say throughout the month of December. So it'll be interesting because we have a lot of, we have a lot of matches in December and a lot of key matches, I would say as well Mm -hmm. in December. So December is a huge month and right now we're top of the table, but 
I mean, if you're top of the table at Christmas, you're feeling really good about yourself mm-hmm. um, or at the end of the year. So, yeah, I mean, it is a, a mega, mega huge month, nine matches. Um, got, I, I mean, one last uh, match against uh, Zenit, obviously, uh, UCL qualifier. Um, which yep. we'll kind of get to in a little bit as well. Uh, but I did want to uh, circle back because uh, I'm a big, dumb, giant idiot. Uh, I just wanted to <laughs> mention okay. earlier. I still love you. Uh, I still love you too, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. 15 corners. I mean, we had 15 freaking corners. So obviously you're not going to be able to do everything you want to do perfectly when you have 15 corners uh, sure. as well. So that's what I meant to finish that uh, segment up uh, with. But – yeah, just kind of want to dive into uh, some more you know, on the team. Um, I think we kind of saw how big uh, of a loss that Chilwell is uh, at the, in that Dude. Left, back, left wing back position. Oh, um, that kind sucks. Of a, kind of a tough outing uh, for Alonzo, but just a huge, huge loss for, for Chelsea in general. Uh, but, but he hasn't, yeah, I mean, first of all, to speak on Alonzo super quick, he hasn't had the minutes, so mm-hmm. seeing him get in there and he had some bright spots and he played, I thought he played really hard and he, um, as the rest of the team did, but I, I mean, I, I, you know, he hasn't had the minutes. So, you know, coming back into the side and saying, Hey, you know, you're going to have to play Manchester United on, on day one when you haven't had the minutes, like, you know, that's just, that that's kind of what it is. Um, and, and beyond that as well, you know, um, on Chilwell, dude, that, ugh. Man, I knew right away. I knew it because there was no contact. He just came down. It didn't even look like he came down awkward, right? Like mm-hmm. he landed on his foot. It looked the exact, it looked very similar. You know, well, not really, but it reminded me of Zuma's. Like when Zuma, um, you know, a few years back went down with an injury and was out for such a long time because of his leg. That's what it reminded me of. And when I was like, I was scared. I was like, dude, this, he is not, that's, this is not good. So um, obviously they said it's going to be, you know, they're going to have to decide whether he's going to need surgery or not. It's an ACL. So they're going to have to decide whether he needs surgery or not. I don't know what that means. Cause every time I've ever heard of anything that's related to an ACL, you need to get surgery. So that's kind of what I'm expecting. Um, but if that's the case, man, what a bad time for this guy, right? What a terrible time for this guy to have to go through that. Um, not only just, not only for the club, right? Cause obviously he's in great form and I mean him and Reese James have been our one, two punch, but, um, but I mean, just for him and the way he's been playing, um, the form that he's been in. I mean, I, I don't think there, I don't think you can put anybody on top of him from England at this point. Um, even, and Reese James, I don't think you can put either or like anybody above those two, the way they've been playing in the last, you know, last month or two. So, um, yeah, it sucks overall. It really sucks. And man, I just hope he has a, a speedy recovery and we can get him back as soon as we can. Cause he's been, he is a key piece and he show and he, he's proven that he, um, I want him to stay in this Chelsea team for a long time. And I hope that he does. And, um, you know, I, I obviously things happen, but I think that he will. So, you know, let's just hope for a speedy recovery. Um, and it really, 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 really sucks that that had to happen. 
Yeah, I mean, this dude, this man, my man's is in the form of his life. I mean, this dude is playing football. Unbelievable, out of dude. Unbelievable. Mind. And it's just like you said, it could not have happened at a worse time. And of course, it just seems to be happening too. You know, we're, you, we get Pulisic tracking back for injury. We finally get him, you know, closer. Of away. We got Lukaku and Werner out in the same match uh, against Malmo. That, I mean, that freaking sucks. Now they're both coming back. Now we both get them back towards the lineup. I mean, they get them in the team. Chilwell goes out, ACL injury, you know, like you said. I mean, I, I think to kind of speak to what you were saying earlier, um, being like talking about ACL injuries, I think our only really kind of frame of reference for that is, you know, uh, American football or people, I mean, ACL tear out for the year. I mean, surgery. Right. I, and, I, and hoops and, and everything, yeah. basketball, sorry. But, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we're accustomed to. Um, you know, that being said, I guess I don't understand how it translates on the football field. If it's something that can, I don't know. You're exactly right. Well, yeah, we just don't hear. It's just like, oh yeah, there's going to be a six week, you know, basically evaluation period where we're going to try to figure out if we need surgery or not. It's pretty much like, it's like, it's surgery, man. Like you got a, you got a whole ligament needs to be put back together. So I don't right. know, some kind of partial tear. Obviously we are giant armchair doctors right now with no medical experience uh so don't take any advice from us uh but yeah i don't know it's uh definitely tough and i mean it 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 really is going to affect the way that we play and a lot of our systems uh because a lot of the teams we've been playing just have no answer for our our wingbacks right now um and you know alonzo's gonna have to step in and like you said he doesn't have the minutes he's had essentially no minutes because how do you freaking put uh i mean you can't put him uh, over Chilwell in his form. So um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what changes we make, if any, or we just kind of throw Alonzo in there and let him do his thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I, if you, I, I mean, if you remember beginning of the season, I know Chilwell was coming back from, he, you know, getting late into, into the club and, and things like that because of the Euros and, and stuff like that. But I mean, Marcus Alonso was playing at a clip where he couldn't be, you couldn't ex- take him out. And there was a big talk of like, you know, Chillwell, Oh, Chillwell, this Chillwell that. And it's like, no, we just have two guys back there that can really do that job very, very well. Um, so I fully expect him to come in and be in Marcus Alonso and to fill the shoes. And I think he will. I mean, he, the way he was playing at the beginning of the year, um, and the way that he's played for this club throughout his tenure here has been, um, you know, it, it's people have given him, you know, hard times and things like that. Um, but the, when we have had managers that have had that system of, of having five at the back so, and having wing backs, you know, he has proven to be a great, great player for Chelsea. And I think he continues that, and I think that he'll he'll just I think he'll step right in, and, and do the job. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I am glad that we have him. <laughs> like, we're able to just say, "Oh yeah, no, we still have Marcus Alonso." Like, don't forget about Marcus Alonso. Right. Um. Yeah, it, it he'll he'll step in. He'll do a good job. He'll do the job, and I mean, I, you know, who. Uh, honestly, I mean, and he's going to, the thing too, is it's going to be interesting to see, right? Because as much as I'm saying he's going to step in doing a great job, he's not going to play every single game. So, 
you know, there's going to be some shifting going on. Obviously, Aspie can play on the left. Um, I, that's kind of what I foresee in my head initially. But Reese James could play on the left over as well. He did um, at the end of the match, Manchester United match, you know, when Pulisic came on. Um, but I think, you know, I think that would being able to slide him in there for Chilwell and, and continue to have that back five that have been, I mean, extremely poised and strong and playing very well. Rudiger and Thiago Silva, obviously. And then Trevo, Trevo baby, um, you know, and, and I mean, he could slide in. I mean, they've been in, in fantastic form. I don't see how you could take them out. That being said, you know, I could see Christensen playing against Watford and getting some minutes mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but, you know, I, I he'll slide right in there. And then, you know, down the road, it'll be kind of a thing where, okay, we mm-hmm. need to figure this out. But that, that's where squad depth comes into play. And that's what we have. Um, and it, we have a pretty damn good squad in terms of the depth. So I cannot complain by any means. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll see um, Alonzo in a lot. He'll start in a lot more games where it's going to be a little bit more open. We can be a little bit more offensive. Um, and I, I think sure. we as P come in a little bit more to obviously in relief of him um, for you know off a goal or two and kind of just need to lock down that back line a little bit more defensively. And that's why I liked you know Chilwell uh, how yeah. he was playing too. I mean his work rate is insane. This dude is buzzing around the field. He gets back and tracks back super well. Um, so yeah. I, it's just a matter of getting some more minutes under him. I mean, fitness, obviously a, a big thing, having not played uh, in so long and uh, just not being able to get in the squad. So I don't know. He's back though. Yeah. He's back. He's back. Um, I do. So kind of, I, this is going off the topic of going off the topic of the defenders kind of moving on here. So um, I'm taking your reins a little bit. So I apologize. So thinking about thinking about the midfield as of now, um, I, I would say you know Jorginho is kind of well, Jorginho is kind of that slot in there. I would say at this point. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, you have a toss up, right? You could put in you could put in Barkley. You could put in uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek. Um, obviously, you know Kovacic isn't available at the time. Um, and Conte is always, you know, available here and then available there. So let me, let me backtrack my question. I think, you know, if, if you have the choice, it's Jorginho and Conte. I think that's what it is, unless there's certain situations. I think those are your top two. That's who you play. So beyond that, between, you know, a Ruben Loftus-Cheek and like a Ross Barkley, um, who are you putting in there? Who are you putting in there? And and obviously, you know, they kind of play some different styles, and, mm-hmm. but both play fairly forward. So who are you putting in there? That's what I'm asking. Well, I mean, if I – yeah, I, my, my knee-jerk reaction is Ruben Loftus-Cheek. This The yeah. size that he gives us in the midfield – is is huge because we just we just don't have a ton of it you know because i like you said our first i mean our top two always have said if you're if we're putting our top 11 out there it's Jorginho and it's it's conte um but just the, the size advantage that he gives uh is it's massive you know not even in just you know set pieces but he can really hold people off the ball i mean he's almost like a, a lukaku and that's he just hold people off the ball and he can run right by you uh, he's, he's pretty, he's, I mean, he's very solid defensively as well. 
Um, I, I think for me, it's, it's, it's Ruben Loftus-Cheek. I think he's proved himself. He's had a lot of bright spots, and uh, I think he's going to have a lot more minutes in this team uh, throughout the rest of the season. And I honestly think that he's going to score some goals. I oh, mean, he's going to score. Like when we saw him in form, you know, prior to his, uh, it's prior and prior to when we, sent, when we loaned him out to Fulham, which I mean, in that team who was really kind of down, like tanking, you know, there's not a lot of success going on there. Um, so, you know, that doesn't really show who he can be and who he is. Um, but prior to that, I mean, my God, I remember some games where that guy just took control and, and he, he's shown some, he's shown some, you know, positive, like positive moves, some positive, we've seen positive things. That's what I'm trying to say is we've seen some positives from him in that midfield. Um, and sometimes I was, I, I was like, Oh, there's, there's the old, you know, RLC. There he is. Um, and I say old as though he's like old, you know, like he had, he's still, he's still a young player too, um, which is a fantastic, another fantastic point about the squad. But um, yeah, I think, I think you're right on that. That being said too, I mean, a Barkley, uh, informed Barkley is also, I mean, an informed Barkley is a great player to have. And he, I mean, you know, we kind of push him off to the, to the side a little bit and had a lot of questions about him and, you know, was he going to be at the club? What were we going to do with him? Type situations. Well, he's proven that hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to stay. I don't know why you guys are questioning me. Um, and I love to see that from him. I love that he has come on and shown. You know, he's shown like he hasn't missed a beat in some of the games that he's been playing in. Right where he's you know showed a lot of positivity being on the ball and. Um, you know, it doesn't seem as though he's hesitant about anything and kind of seems like the old Ross Barkley, of you know, that played at Everton when we were signing him. So. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah, I think he's done a lot with the chances that, you know, he's actually been given. You know, I don't, it didn't seem like he got really anything under Lampard. And it was, I mean, yeah. at the beginning of the season, it was still kind of like, it was almost like, it, I, I don't know about, I kind of got that feeling that he was only, uh, still with the club because we couldn't offload him somewhere and I think that's kind of the I don't know that's the kind of the feeling interpretation I got a lot of the, the rumblings obviously there's a lot of garbage that gets thrown around but um, I, I don't know I mean obviously Tuchel saw something in him and it could have been Tuchel that was the reason that he didn't go anywhere uh, and he's taken a lot with the chances and uh, the time that he's gotten and uh, he's made a lot happen. Tuchel has been doing a fantastic job of using the entire squad since he's been mm -hmm. at Chelsea. That is something that, I mean, I'm trying to think about the, you know, the last manager that really did a, like this good of a job of using the entire squad. And I can't think of anybody, obviously Lampard, it was pretty cookie cutter. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's, because of that, there's a lot of competition. Um, I mean, shoot, it's name that we haven't even brought up who's still, you know, he came on for, you know, with Pulisic, but Mason Mount, I mean, that guy is still in our freaking squad. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, a full 100% healthy Mason Mount, there's, I mean, I don't think there's any question that you're not starting him on one of the sides. So, but, but that being said, I don't, I don't know who you're going to take out. So it's like, you know, it's, mm -hmm that's where he's done such a great job is using everybody. So like seeing people like Barkley 
have some basically i would say you know a lot of people from what uh, like rumblings and things like that is kind of the conclusion of well we couldn't get them you know we couldn't get rid of them so we're gonna just we're keeping them in our squad mm-hmm. his proof that he has the value to bring and um you love to see that you love to see it and um and i want him to you know i mean if he i want to see him get as many opportunities as he can um, especially, you know, I mean, playing when we play in the, in the league cup and, you know, once the FA cup gets going here, um, see him, see him playing in some games will be, will be fun, I think. And it'll be, you know, I mean, I, the thing is, is I don't see a person in our squad right now where I say, put him out there. And I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't know why you're playing. him. like, you know, I don't see that. I could see. I could be positive about every switch that we've made. Obviously there's some that I think we should make over others, but I don't see a bad switch that can be had. And that is, that that's, you know, that's, that's an empower, that's a powerful thing to have, especially going down the stretch where, you know, other top clubs. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Man city is, I mean, stacked. They're, they're, they're deep. Liverpool is, is deep as well, Mm -hmm. but I think Chelsea's got, even more depth on top of what they have. So we'll see though. We'll see move. Obviously. I mean, you know, talk about the premier league in general here. I think, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be a three horse race and, um, and it's going to be a freaking battle and a freaking grind to see who's going to come out on top because the team that's going to come out on top is going to be the team that was the best, the most well, the, how can I say this? Jeez, I, do I speak English? Do I speak English? We're still um, figuring that out here. Yeah, is the the most all around well managed team. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and I think Tuchel at this point in time, you could say he is one of the best. I mean, he is one of the best managers in the world. Mm-hmm. So we're lucky to have him on. You know, in our technical area on our side of the pitch. Um, and my God, I hope that Chelsea doesn't, doesn't get rid of him anytime soon. I mean, they won't get rid of him anytime soon, but we've seen what the, you know, what the past, the past trends have been. And, you know, I hope that, I hope that he gets a little leash other as opposed to others previously. Yeah. I don't, obviously the history of having managers heads on stakes uh, hung outside the, the bridge, uh, I, I think he's definitely gonna have a leash. He's definitely gonna have a leash on him. I, I or a longer one, I guess, if you will, on some of these others have. I mean, you look at the immediate success and um, impact he's had, and uh, I think he uh, keeps moving that forward. Um, kind of with that said, I mean, Watford on Wednesday, uh, West Ham on Saturday. I mean, any uh, any big changes you see uh, in our, our starting eleven moving forward through uh, Wednesday and uh, the Saturday? Yeah, I think we're going to make quite a few changes, to be honest. Um, and I think that's just from a minutes perspective. We've seen kind of – we've seen um, a very similar lineup in the last three games to um, – well, three very important matches, obviously, mm-hmm. and um, rightly so. So I think we'll see some changes. Um, I don't know. Do you, want, do you want me to kind of go over what you think that my lineup would be? Um, Better rip. Okay, so I'm going to say that 
you know, I started to write it down and then I stopped. So I'm just going to kind of go off the cuff in what my initial, cause I was questioning myself. I'm just going to go initially, what I think here. Rip it. So I think obviously you can't, you can't take Mendy out. Mendy will stay. Um, I think beyond that, I don't think, I think Tiago Silva will, will um, get a, get a match off. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you'll keep Rudiger in there. Um, and then I would see probably Trevo and, uh, Christensen come back into the side. Um, I think they're. I think uh, Aspi is going to play on the right. I think you'll get um, a rest for Reese James on the right there, and then Marcus Alonso will slide in on the left. Um, I would say Jorginho, Jorginho in the middle. Um, I don't really know if you can take him out. Maybe they'll give him a rest. I don't know. I think you keep him in there. Um, and then I could see RLC getting another game in. So I think that'll stay the same. Um, the switch that I could see there is maybe, maybe put in a, maybe put in a Ross Barkley, you know, um, who knows, um, that'd be kind of cool to see that, see him playing in there, but, um, I think it'll stay the same. Um, I would say your top three, your front three, if, if, if he can get the minutes in, I don't know what it is at this point. Obviously, we have to wait for the manager to kind of hear what he has to say. Um, but if he can get the minutes in, I think that we'll see Lukaku start again tomorrow. And uh, I think Watford would be a great place for him to start and get, you know, maybe, get you know, get a goal or two <laughs> um, and, and see, you know, see him maybe kind of, shift back into gaining that form um from that injury uh beyond that i think i think cal cal stays i think cal play um i think that put him well usually put him on the left with the third person being christian pulisic i think he's gonna get i think he'll get a full 90 i think he'll get a full 90 against wofford mm-hmm. um and then you know i could see like a like a zesh or um, you know, somebody on the top three, you know, in the front three coming in and Christian moving over to that left side. So, um, yeah. So what was that? Lukaku, Pulisic, Cal, RLC, Jorginho, Marcus Alonso, and then Rudiger, Christensen, um, Trevo, SP, and then Mendy. Uh, that's my 11 right there. That's my 11. What yeah, do you think? I, what, what, what's your 11? What, what do you think is going to change? No, I, I, I really don't have really much to change. I mean, my, I think there's, there's a couple of guys that you have to give minutes to uh, one, obviously being Alonzo. And I, I do think this is a, yes. another match uh, to give uh, Ruben some more minutes. I mean, he's just our big bully ball you know midfielder i think he just you just put him in you just let him you know buzz around for for you know hopefully a full 90 um i yeah i mean it's just going to depend on the fitness of lukaku uh, again like just a great match to get him in i mean no disrespect to watford obviously i mean they just throttled man united um but yeah, whatever whatever you have to say about that but uh yeah, yeah. i, I <laughs> it is it's so because we just had a lot of different you know or just lineups and different, you know, setups. I mean, you look at 
um, that last match where uh, Pulisic played even towards the middle um, a little bit more. So it's, it's just going to be interesting. I, I do think uh, Timo does get to start. I think it's going to be pretty similar to what we saw uh, this last match at United. I think um, Lukaku will come on um, after uh, – be concerned. You know, 60, 65 minutes, 70 yeah. minutes, something yeah. in there. Get him, get him a solid half an hour. Let he's him run not, around. Yeah, but he, he's another one that does need minutes, even if he's on a, you know, kind of a, a limited workload. Uh, he's definitely someone you got to bring in. Uh, before you before you move move on really quick, that is a great call because this is a great game as well for Werner, maybe to get, yeah. you know, you know, see some positivity in him from, from, from this a game like this, such as this, where obviously you're expected to, um, to win against this side. So continue. No. Yeah, that was perfect. I mean, there's, there's kind of a couple ways I look at it. I mean, there's guys that absolutely need minutes. I mean, Alonzo, I think Ruben Loftus-Cheek, especially with, uh, it's kind of a limited selection in the midfield right now. Uh, and Lukaku and Vernon, I mean, those are two guys coming back from an injury. They just need, uh, they just need the minutes. Uh, and they're going to get the, the help on whoever starts up there. Zia, Cal, Pulisic, um, even Kai or, you know, Ross Barger, you know, Mason Mount paying an attacking, you know, midfielder position potentially as well. Um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of guys that just need some fitness, need minutes. Uh, so, I mean, I, I do have uh, Timo starting, probably Lukaku coming in after after 60. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, it's pretty much the same. You got to give Thiago a rest. I mean, he's 400 yeah. years old. Uh, he's just, he's just not going to play 400 years old. Jeez, I hope he doesn't listen to that. Not that he will, but I hope he doesn't. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, Chicago Silva listens to this podcast. Yeah. 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 You're, you're 400 years old, dude. Yeah. I will probably have, uh, not another full-time job if Chicago Silva is listening to our podcast. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I will say I could see as well, um, I could see Kai playing uh, or starting in the, in the middle instead of Lukaku. I could see where Werner sees the bench and then, um, you know, it'd be a, it'd be a Havertz to, uh, to a Lukaku switch. I could see that as well. Um, but we'll see. It'll be interesting. I'm sticking with my 11. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. And uh, I think this would be also be a great game. I mean, we keep saying this just based upon the fact that we're playing Watford and we're expected to win. No disrespect. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, this would be a solid game, I think for, uh, Saul to play as well. Yeah. Uh, maybe saw him in the middle, uh, do like a RLC and Saul. I think that'd be kind of, that would be solid to see, to see that as well. I'd be happy with that. So yeah, I think this will be a good game for the manager to be able to, you know, kind of shift it a little, shift mm-hmm. some things. Obviously, you know that you have uh, plenty of options on the bench, no matter who you start. So maybe, you know, give, allowing them to try some things out or play some different players as to what they normally would play and, you know, see, you know, see what happens, I guess, and um, get some people minutes, as you mentioned. But that, that's, that's really important. I, know, I hate saying any match is like a, for maintenance and to get ready for, you know, all these things, but. Um, you can't look past the match, but, you know, the know. way we're talking, we're looking past the match. <laughs> so yeah. it's just you know, uh, like us. It just takes uh, some extra love and care. Uh, yeah. I mean, Watford, they're a hard side to play against. And don't get me wrong. Like they haven't been playing. They've been playing 
decent. You know, I guess they only had three games in November, but it was a 1-0 loss to Arsenal, a 4-1 throttling of Manchester United, and then a 4-2 loss against Leicester. So, I mean, three tough matches in a row right there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, they're putting some decent, uh, like, numbers of goal. Well, I say that. You know, I, they scored five against Everton, and then uh, this is back in October, and they've had they had zero goals in the other three games. So, um, you know, it's I th- I mean, I, I just I, I don't I, I don't see them scoring any goals against Chelsea in the way that our back line and the way that Mendy's playing, and it's it's unstoppable. So. We'll yeah. see, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. I, I think it is uh, it is a team that does give up some goals, too. So, I mean, it's just another chance to, to get some of our guys on the score sheet, get some confidence back, yeah. especially if we, we move into uh, West Ham away this Saturday. Um, I had two away games right in a row the same week. That's, I mean, always tough when you're doing that as well. But, I mean, West Ham has already taken points off Liverpool, uh, the side that's the, the West Ham, uh, Mikhail Antonio's. Uh, like you said earlier, Kale Antonio's. Uh, yeah, I mean they just they they're forced to and uh, coming in against this this Saturday too. It's another. It's just kind of another statement game, you know, for for us. I think we could really step up and if we you know can take a full uh, three points uh, from West Ham away. Um, I mean that's just uh, just another statement win. Another you know hopefully a couple more points to gain on the likes of you know like Liverpool. You know I we'll talk about that match. Um, you know later in the week obviously but i am just praying to god that that man does not do chelsea dirty like he did to to the u.s men's national team because i mean just pulling up from 30 yards and making it look like you know it's it, it was nothing to him it was unbelievable um yeah i'm just i mean that that man is a, a specimen um, but he's playing fantastic right now, but obviously, yeah, two, two away matches, uh, in a row, it'll be tough. Um, but that being said, you know, I mean, hate to say it, but Watford should be something that you get, that you get the job done. So, you know, like we said, you, you test the squad out a bit and then you can look forward mm-hmm. to Saturday. Um, and that's what scares me because I don't want this game to be a trap game. And these are the games and the types of games that tend to be trap games. Um, that being said, the form we're in, I don't think I don't, I am not, I, I don't have that feeling of, you know, you know, being a trap game of, you know, so we'll, we'll see though. But, um, but yeah, it, it'll be, you know, it'll be difficult definitely this week. It's going to be a tough week for them. And um, I'm looking forward to it because I think there'll be some good matches this week. Oh, absolutely. And uh, our favorite, another uh, 7.30 a.m. wake up uh, this Saturday. Uh, so uh. not not great for those of us uh, on this side of the pond. Better than the, better than the West Coast. I'll say that. I feel bad for you West Coast people who get up at the 4.30. We can't be complaining over here, but I mean. No, you know. I mean, if we're doing uh, this on the West Coast, I mean, it's it's all nighters and night before. We're not. Uh, we're not <laughs> that's, yeah, I can get up at seven, you know, seven fifteen, roll out, get the coffee going, and, and flip the TV on. But that sure. uh, I ain't going to bed if, if I'm getting up at four thirty. Yep, 
hundred percent, hundred percent agree. There's no, I mean, four thirty is got to be so tough. <laughs> I feel bad for you guys. <laughs> yes, I mean, you, I mean, you got to get a nap in after that. I mean, you you watch that Ugh. quick nap. I mean, shoot, I mean, it's people are still waking up when that, I'm not. Uh, yeah, and I'm not a I'm not a nap guy, so that just makes me cringe. So I. Yeah, I would just be, I would just rather live in misery of being tired than nap. So just how it's how I work. It's how I, how I roll, how I roll, baby. So love it. Yeah. Um, all, all right. right. I mean, what anything, else we got? Um, you know, I got, I got Zenit on here in our last uh, match of the uh, Champions League. Uh, you know, around before we get to the round of 16. Um, sure close to you know closing that match out obviously this is something we could either you know kind of save for next week we can talk about a little bit uh right now doesn't matter to me I mean, you want to jump into it you got anything else um i just think that's going to be i mean that's that's it. you want to win and obviously you hold chelsea holds her own destiny in terms of they win they get the three points um they for most likely, you know, they'll, they'll move, they'll uh, move on as the number one team out of that group. Um, and, and unless, you know, Juventus just throttles and, and Chelsea wins by a goal or something, right. Because of goal differential. Um, but, you know, um, I, I think, you know, that's an important match as well. You always want to come out top of your group. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, it is Champions League, and there's only looking at the you know the tables um, fairly recently. It, it doesn't seem like there's. I mean, we, we it, there's really not a difference in terms of being first or second. Um, but obviously, you want to come out top because that gives you the opportunity of seeing maybe you know a, a lower class side. So we'll see what happens. Um, but obviously, you know, this it, it, is going to be a, a hard two weeks for them. Um, mm-hmm. But that's why we're very thankful that we have that squad depth that we so much talked about, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough match. Like it just, how many, it will be amount, tough. The amount in Russia. We have. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That was my, my next point is, I mean, we're traveling to Russia, you know, for this Zenit away the Russia. Mean, in the middle. I mean, we're playing three matches a week, technically, if you want to look at it like that, I mean, it's going to, it's going to test the metal, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what the quad looks like um, and just how we, we kind of hold up. I mean, obviously we, at, at home, we were able to squeak out a one nil win off the, the, um, the Kaku header. And I think it was yeah. the 60 some minutes. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're a good side. It's going to be a tough test uh, away and amount of matches is going to have a tired, tired group of uh, Chelsea blues, but uh, it's just going to be awesome to see how they respond. And uh, hopefully we can just get that three points. And uh, hope that Juventus just doesn't prey on Malmo. Yeah, I mean, as of now, um, as of now, you know, we could play, we could, we could finish first in the group, right? And we could still play well, locked up. You know, there's still some deciders that need to need to. I mean, there's still things that need to be decided, right? Um, but we could still play PSG. We could still play. Inter or Real Madrid, I guess, depending on what happens on match day six, you know, we could pull state still play Barcelona. Uh, so it, it I mean, it doesn't, it, Barcelona. you know, it, it does. Barcelona. Yeah. I would love to see that. <laughs> That'd be, that actually be, yeah, a lot of fun to watch, but um, yeah, we'll obviously, you know, break down more the, I mean, that, that match in particular and um, you know, 
maybe looking forward as to what's going to happen um, next week and stuff. So. Absolutely. Yeah, we're uh, it's going to be going to be busy for us. A lot of matches. I mean, nine matches in December. So I, I don't know how, how often we're planning on you know doing this. I assume probably at least, you know, close to once a week. Uh, we can kind of touch on various things that happen, various matches and whatnot and uh, kind of break those down and preview uh, some of the next ones like we did. But Yeah, this is uh, first one. Yeah. Of the hundred percent, hundred percent. I love it. Um, you know, on top of that as well. Um, I mean, our podcast is more so based around the people that, that we are, um, you could say that, well, I'm not, I would say I've been a Chelsea fan for about nine years now, but, uh, you know, you could say that, that Josh is, um, definitely a new fan in terms of the, the grand spectrum of things. And, that's kind of what we want or the people who are really getting into it. And, you know, maybe not, I mean, first of all, obviously there are people who, you know, who know things very well tactically that aren't, you know, Chelsea fans or are just becoming Chelsea fans, but from a tactical perspective, we understand Chelsea, right. And we, uh, we understand what they do and we, you know, we can obviously take the opportunity to understand other teams, but it's, it's more so looking at it from, not as, you know, I would say as in depth of a way to look at things. And the reason that I say that is because, you know, we we are here for, for the people who are really, you know, not only, I mean, obviously Chelsea, people who've been following Chelsea for a long time can listen to this podcast, but I mean, there are so many American fans right now that are switching over um, to, to watch the premier league and Mm -hmm. really are kind of lost in terms of, you know, Oh, I mean, should I follow a team? Who should I follow? Um, and I'm gaining, and also gaining some understanding. So, the reason I bring that up is because you know we're we're, we're planning on doing some different podcasts as well. Um, I don't know how frequently we're planning on this and and, and stuff, but um, of doing some things that are really more so. I guess you could say educational, but just kind of talking about various things. Um, for example. Um, maybe, you know, breaking down exactly what the Champions League and the Europa League are, um, you know, breaking down what the Premier League is and how the whole, you know, the whole FA works in terms of, you know, all the way from the Premier League to League Two um, and and things like that. So it'll be interesting. We're going to have some fun with it. We're going to do some different things. And, um, Obviously, if there's anybody out there um, uh, that is listening to episode one, um, we would we would like to get some thoughts and um, and some things that you want to hear and some things that you maybe want to learn more about or want us to talk about um, in particular. So, um, yeah, let us know if you ha- if there is anything. Um, and you know, we're going to be starting to 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 talk about that stuff and get some stuff. Um, rolled out uh so that's you know just some more content for you guys so that's the point that's the goal so <laughs> beautifully uh, said you guys as in plural uh very you guys and gals <laughs> and gals all no, of you oh i didn't even mean it like that just oh uh, you know very uh very assumptive that we are gonna have people listen to this but we are because we're gonna push it <laughs> but yeah. yeah that's very beautifully said zach i mean we're just trying to have fun with it talk some football talk some chelsea blues 
uh, talk to the top five leagues around the world uh, and kind of break that stuff down for someone who's getting into it. And I'm, I'm, you know, new to this myself. Yep. And something yep. I'm kind of, kind of learning on the fly as well. So we're going to learn together and, uh, and talk. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And I mean, this is, I would say this one was fairly structured in the way that we do things. Um, you know, and obviously as we, as we grow and, um, kind of become a tandem more so in the podcast world, um, you know, things will become more fluent, but, um, the, we're really, we're really going the goal of getting, being off the cuff here. And, and what I mean by that is really just trying to, it's, we, we want to make this like two, two people chat. And so then you guys can just enjoy, you know, kind of thinking about the, uh, you know, I guess just, just two guys talking about the club they love. And that's about it. You know, we could be, we could be right about things. We could definitely be wrong about things because we're yes, probably wrong about more things than not. Um, look at my sports gambling for reference, but um, I mean, you know, it, it's, we're just here to have some fun and to, to allow you as the consumer to, to learn more. And at the end of the day, to get you to love, if not already, Chelsea Football Club, because that is our passion. Awesome. Beautifully, beautifully said. Um, I don't even know how long we were going, but, you know, thank you guys. Yeah, for- I don't know, brother. I don't know. <laughs> thank you I guys guess- for hanging out with us and uh, doing this with us. And uh, first inaugural episode, Red, White, and Blue. So I appreciate you guys for hanging out. And uh, this is uh, Josh and Zach signing off. Always up to Chelsea. Peace out.